one o'clock. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, means it's time for matinee with Bob Unray. And no Ken and Bill today. Isn't that a wonderful feeling, Bob? Well, for a whole week, we'll be hear the music of Ken Wilson and Winnie Bates. Yeah, I think it's rather, rather a happy occurrence. Well, I think so, but I didn't want to say it. I wanted you to say it first. I'll agree with you, Bob. This is one minute. Because here we are, and Holly Gray is coming for throwing pennies at it. Will you wait until after the program? Ladies and gentlemen, or you'll have to leave. Oh, no, there's no throwing the pennies to her off here. Holly is back. Holly Gray is returning. We're glad to have you back, Holly, and you're as brown. You're as brown as, as a fairy. <laughs> you ever see any brown berries? I, that's a phrase that you don't hear too often. Blackberries. Our music, what there is of it, will be on record Brown is an earth, but I've heard people say that like, brown is a berry. Well, I don't know people that would say that. Probably you would. Oh, well, I've heard people say that. Well, well, now then, that brings us down to the part of the program that is completely unrehearsed. We have no material from here on. From here on. <laughs> the only thing. Doesn't it seem strange? We're in a smaller studio today. Yeah. Whereas we don't have to have the organ and piano studio because there's nobody to play them. Seems funny to be down here in this little room. This is where I come running in with my bow tie to present my Shell Oil broadcast. You get that leather bow tie that you always wear. It seems so funny to be doing... Well, we used to do baseball matinee in this studio. Yes, we did. Halcyon days. Good old Halcyon days. So, before Leo Egan gets in, why don't we start having some music, huh? Oh, I do to show up any time. Oh, naturally. He's, he's like a bad nickel. So, uh, here's one, eh? Brand new one.
to know where you can run out and buy it? Oh, I have. That'll be available. That'll be around at your neighborhood hardware stores, we predict, within a week or a fortnight. That is a sequel to the great Maggie song. And it's by the very same singer, Bob Clayton. I bet nobody thought he'd make another record after that first one, did they? Well, that's one thing about Bob. When he gets singing, he really sings. Oh, and they love him down there, too, at that company. Sure he's Well, so much for that. Now, then, we have a commercial, and I think we have a commercial. This is a one... Hey, uh, what's the matter with that microphone? <laughs> Something seems to be funny here. Oh, it sounds all right to me. Yeah. Well, you seem to be... The engineer is a little shaky today. There may be well, something. That's shaky bird noise today. They know there's something wrong with the program. Go right ahead. Well, I was going to say, isn't this a wonderful night to go out for dinner down to the casino at Magnolia? Oh, great. With the cool ocean breeze coming <laughs> in. Wide spray, I imagine, tonight. I should imagine so, yeah. But you put the top up on your automobile. And put on your raccoon coat. Open the windows and your general boon hat so you get plenty of fresh air. And don't forget your top deck sneakers that we have to sale up here, friend. And drive, drive down there to the casino at Magnolia. Simply address a postcard to top decker sneakers, care of Bob and Ray. Or better still, just sneakers, box 10. Incidentally, don't send us your size. We love to get. Or even in shorter form, sneaks, box, box 10. But you drive down in North Shore, Route 127 from Salem. How you get to Salem is your own word. From there, it's 127. To Magnolia, with a view of Gloucester Harbor when you arrive. Mm-hmm. And today, with visibility about as far as the end of your nose. You can see that, that cool ocean breeze. You can see the end of your nose. Stroll in, have a cocktail at the bar. And friends, one thing, act big shotish about it. I mean, uh, walk in and go right up and sit down and uh, see it noxious. And, uh... Don't pay drink by drink. I mean, just wait till they ask you for it. Yeah, and then say, try and get it. Make it, make a silly grin. Because the bartenders you'll find out there are all friendly gentlemen. They're happy to have you put up an argument about paying your bill. Are they? Sure. <clears throat> so stroll in, order dinner if you wish. Now, you can have a delicious meal from $1.85. Then you may dance where the cool ocean breezes join well, you. We better change that copy while put in we have an oil burner. And uh, we'll have warm it fireplace out in the outer lobby. That's right. And we'll uh, have the oil burner working tonight, sure. And Sammy Eisen with his Eskimos will be there, playing for dancing. And between dances, they suggest you stroll the grounds, watch the ocean, bathe in the moonlight, and you'll even enjoy the check. Something about that commercial today that just doesn't... We should have a piece of rainy weather copy to use. Rainy or cold weather, such as this. Who would want to go bathing in the moonlight tonight, for goodness sakes, with uh, the tail end of a hurricane? That's right. Maybe you'd better put off this trip to Magnolia until tomorrow. Either that or wear your raccoon coat in swimming. That's all right. But remember, they're open for lunches, too, if you're driving down that way. Why if you're on a business trip out Gloucester way, in other words, if you're going to plan to get in a year's supply of glue, and uh, you'll be hungry on the way back. I'm always starved when I come out of a glue factory. Oh, that's that whets your appetite, sir. Certainly. And well, I usually make it a point to drop in there at the casino for one of their 12 lunches. Mm-hmm. Sausage and cream cake. That's the casino at Magnolia, located in Magnolia. What about this, Bob? Magnolia. Sure. With Sunday dinner served all day Sunday. And parts of Monday it's served, too. So whenever you want a good time, be smart. <laughs> go to the casino at Magnolia. <laughs> right. Right. But look, when you go there, be sure and tell them that we didn't send you. Say, Hum and Strum did it. <laughs> see, that way we keep out of a lot of trouble. That's right. Well, we don't want to be the go-between or anything like that. <clears throat> Incidentally, friends, this is our treasure hunt day, remember? Remember to get in, get your name in on that big treasure hunt uh, contest because you may be the lucky winner. You may be the lucky treasure. You may win the, the whole jackpot. You can't tell. 
It's just one of those things. We will give our first clue today five paces from the pear tree. That's clue number one. Five paces from the pear tree. Write that down. Have you got it? Remember it. Five paces from the pear tree. Put it with the rest of your clues. Put it in your 201 file. Oh, uh, you sent away for your oh, yes, refund? That, that was in the mail early this morning. Good for you. First mail out. I want to remind all the veterans listening that uh, you can pick up those forms, that is to get your little dividend from the GI insurance you had or still have at any uh, post office or veterans organization or where else. Or savings and loan association. Oh, no. For goodness <laughs> but I would keep no. away from there if I were you. But, uh, or you can uh, go down to Washington, uh, plan a trip, and uh, drop into the Veterans Administration headquarters down there. And, They'll be uh, glad to see you 100%. Incidentally, shortly after the war, uh, we had convenient branch offices in Boston, Lowell. I made the mistake shortly after the war of going to Washington. <laughs> and, and, and look, I had a question about my insurance. Yeah. And you should excuse the expression, I went to VA headquarters. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. I never had so much fun. Well, you're older now. You wouldn't do a silly thing like that again. You know, to tell the Veterans Administration at that time that you were changing your address. Wow. The roof fell in on you. Oh, it was a calamity. You did? You want to change your address? <laughs> We'll have to change our whole system down. You just get that form filled out where your address was six years ago. <laughs> and I don't give the alias that you were using when you first went in the Army. <laughs> they do a very good job, and I think it's wonderful if they can get this money out to us by January. <laughs> I think that's awfully good. <laughs> <laughs> and if we can just hold out until January, we'll be all set. What happens between now and then, I don't know. However, what happens right now, I think we know pretty well. A cigarette for two. See, I missed that yesterday. I wanted to see Leo. For some reason or other, I, I just couldn't. Leo, you really on television? Well, what? That's the first time he's here. Makes your eyebrows. Oh, I've been on many times. Don't the don't the FCC have rules covering television too? No, they ruled out to spin the wind, but they didn't rule me off. TV. What time were you on, Leo? Oh, what time did you use on the uh, television? This one over here. Oh, that one. What time were you on? The one with the hat on. Hmm? What time were you on? Oh, approximately uh, fourteen thirty. Four two thirty. Oh, fourteen two thirty. Fourteen thirty. Well, that's good. Most everybody had that lunch then, I suppose. Yeah. If you, if, uh, what? It's been, it's been later. I'm a little worried about it. Have that. you seen Blade today? Blade? Blade Raffaello. No. No. Well, you don't know this, but that sinister figure has absconded with Mrs. Van Gagen's loot yeah. from the Charity, Charity Bazaar. Oh, no! This could be ruined for all of us. You can hear the, the original program from which Leo gets all his material on some other station. Yeah. What is it, a soap opera you listen to, Leo? Yeah, every day. You can stand mm-hmm. on the corner. What? I also catch the adventures of Johnny Blue Jack. Oh, that's a good show. Oh, I boy. Right. But I'll right. huddle down. Notre Dame is in the key formation to the left. Blue Jack gets the ball into the center. He's down to 15, the 10, the 5, he goes. Whoops. Boy, we'll be hearing that before long. Well, I understand there's a, tele- a television football game on tonight. There is. There is, really? Yeah. What game is that? Philadelphia Eagles and the Chicago Cardinals. Oh, that's a good game. I, w- I want to be sure to get to bed early tonight. And you know, of course, the best set to watch that on, friends. Absolutely, friends. A television set. An admiral television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, of course. From the House of Television. Good evening. Nickel 21750. Let me read this thing legitimately. Uh, you got a nickel, friends? Have you got a phone? Have you got a minute? Well, wow. Then call Richmond 21750 now. 
and enjoy television in your home today. And we promise Leo will not be on television today or tonight. Good, good. Now, a simple phone call. And incidentally, Bob, would you give a demonstration of one of those simple phone calls? Yes, I'm dialing Richmond 21750 now. That's the phone number of the House of Television, where their convenient, friendly telephone operators are waiting by call at this very moment. I think someone has picked up the phone at the other end of the line. Hello? 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 Yes. Wait a minute. I seem to have two lines here. Well, we're both on Richmond 21750. Well, this was supposed to be a simple phone call. Hello. Would you please get off the line? Where is the operator, please? Would you try another another line? I'm calling Greenwich. I want uh, Richmond 21750. Dayton, Ohio. What number do you want? I don't please? want Dayton, Ohio. I'm simply calling Richmond. I'm sorry, Manfield. Are you on the line? Uh, no, no, no. This is Boston I'm calling. Well, what are you doing out here? In I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I'll, I'll try. Pull out this well, hang on. Hello, operator. Yes? Let me have Richmond 21750, please. Okay, Richmond 21750. You want me to battle when you get it yourself? You get it for me. You're the operator. Okay. Hello, this is Rochester. Yeah, that's right, Ohio. On your no, call, I... on your call to Springfield. I'm not calling Springfield. Huh? Calling Boston. There'll Richmond. be a little delay. Okay. Well, we might as well talk to Springfield. Hello. Yeah, it's Springfield. Are you a factory train operator waiting yeah. for my call? Yes, I am. Can you have a television set in my home tonight? Who knows television? Isn't this the house of television? No, this is the house of McGee. What do you want? Well, I seem to have the wrong number. I thought possibly you could help out if I went through with this call. But... Nah. Uh-huh. I can't help you. I'll just not. hang up then. Okay. Thanks. Anyway. Can you see how easy it is, friends? Without delay and without a penny's cost to you, you, you can have an Admiral television set in your and home. And he strikes out. In your home tonight. Not just any television set, not a small table model, but Admiral television, one of America's top brand names, nationally advertised from coast to coast. Phone Richmond 21750 now. Special operators are awaiting your call. Arrange for your free, free home trial. You name the time when you want your set delivered. The House of Television will have it in your home right on time. Judge the sensational performance of Admiral Television yourself. Price is only $229.95 complete. If you decide to buy, and you will, I know, it's yours for as little as $22.95 down. And up to two full years to pay, but right now it's yours, absolutely free, no cost, no obligation, just plain free trial. Mmm, smooth. If you call Richmond 21750, that's the House of Television, Richmond 21750 now. You'll like it. Now I'm stepping back into my peanut butter jar. Well, all right. Well, I'll see you again next week. Bye, boys and girls. So long. And look for me in my green dress. Sure will. We have a group of vocalists and instrumentalists who are very funny here today. Uh-huh. And they have a little story and song, which is an old gag. But it, uh, it's the first time we've got some music. Let me get you some vagabond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And salt. Salt. Oh, yeah. boy. Take a look at his shells. They don't speak for themselves when you ask me. Well, if I got salt, I got salt. Shoot 
Soon enough, every shelf was filled from over here to over there. We thought that we were all through with him, but he spoke again with great despair. So, you think that's so? Come with me, I'll really show you so. Where you going? In the back of the store. There's ten thousand pounds more, you ask me. Well, I got gold. Well, I got gold. Down to the back of the store had more than ever we had seen before. He showed us all from the roof to the floor and carried on with his layman. between the Hatfields and the McCoys. Come in, George. Okay, Stan. I'm speaking to you. Right on the border between West Virginia and Kentucky, where the Hatfields clan has been holding off a determined army of the McCoys for a week now. Uh, there have been casualties on both sides, but... Oh, uh, you expected to believe this? No okay. sign of easing up. The cause of this outbreak was wild young John Hatfield's kidnapping of beautiful Rosanna McCoy. And it looks like nothing short of a massacre is going to end it. Wait a minute, something's happening. Something, someone's riding right on into the river in the thick of the fighting. It's, it's a man and a woman on a horse. Yeah, hey, hold it, John and Rosanna, they're trying to stop the fighting. And, and the odds are ten to one they'll be shot before they get ten feet further. Here we are back at the studio. I can't tell you what happened, folks. You'll just have to see Samuel Goldwyn's Rosanna McCoy. Okay, I dare you. He can't tell us. He hasn't even seen the picture himself, that's why. See, Sam Goldwyn, Rosanna McCoy, starting Wednesday, August 31st, at the Astor Theater, Bluefield, West Virginia. <laughs> that is quite a picture, if it's anything like they say it is. Sounds like a very exciting extravaganza. Sounded like a Bob and Ray is there, if I ever heard <laughs> It that. does, you know. Yeah, right there in the midst of the fighting between Hatfield and McCoy. Of course, I have to correct that. The Astor Theater that we're speaking of isn't in Bluefield, West Virginia. Well, they wouldn't make any money if they were advertising up here. Because I don't think we could get up more than 12 or 15 people to go down there to see it. We will. If we have more than 12 or 15, we could get a special train. That's right. If there are enough people... If there's people, enough reaction to this... If there are enough people in New England who want to make the trip to Bluefield, West Virginia, with Bob and myself, to see this movie, then no. simply address a postcard to Special Train... 
care of this. <laughs> It'll be a barrel of fun. We'll we'll have a lot of fun on the way. We'll we'll have our, our own little train, and I'm very happy to announce that Bob and I will be engineer and fireman, respectively. You'll be the fireman. Well, we won't be very respectful, uh, respectable, respectful, but we'll do our very best. That train, of course, will leave. Where will it leave? From from town here, somewhere. Well, where would be a good convenience? Well, we park? can't. Oh, Park Square, I imagine, would be. Yeah, a... yeah, yeah. Our train yeah. will leave from in front of the hotel Stapler. Yeah, yeah. And. Uh, Incidentally, that'll be eight to nine cents a foot to get a spirit track in there. Yeah, Bob. but I think we can do it. Well, we, we can get up and loot. I mean, with contributions and so forth, that won't be any problem there'll at be all. Bob and Ray donation boxes all over the city in the form of a train. You merely put in whatever you uh, think you should put in. There'll be a big, big hole for dollar bills, and, uh, and a, I don't believe there'll be really hole in your head. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only kind of uh, holes we'll have in it. Do- dollar bill holes. Yes, I think that's the best kind. Because we've got to get this money fast if we're going to lay that track to Park Square and get the get the train down there to Bluefield in time for the premiere of this picture, Hatfields and the McCoy. Oh, Rosanna McCoy. Rosanna McCoy. I wonder who's in the movie. Spring Barnes and I presume. Don't think he is. Excuse me, Joan Evans is. Joan Evans. That is oh, a great name. Well. <laughs> it's a great name in Hollywood. Where it's familiar to us all. Farley Granger is in this thing too. Farley Granger. <clears throat> I think Farley is there. Gigi Perot is in it. He's in it, too? He's in it. Oh. <laughs> and quite a few <clears throat> other stars you They're all big names, friends. They've gone to no expense at all to produce this I thing. think I think that the uh, the leading role, however, is portrayed by uh, uh, our friend Barry Campbell. Barry Campbell, that's right. I, I think he's... I think he's Rosanna. I think you're right. Too. Well, anyway, we'll all have to go and see it. Uh, starting Wednesday the 31st, at the Astor Theater, Tremont Street in Boston. That's for those of you who don't want to make That's for those of you who want to spoil your fun and spoil the surprise of going all the way to Bluefield. Is that West Virginia or Virginia? West Virginia. West Bob. Virginia. And it's a beautiful little place. We'll plan to do it on a weekend and take in as many sites as possible. Along the way, there'll be stopovers. There'll and, be stopovers, uh, and there'll be a little historical guiding. Historical guiding. Historical guiding uh, throughout colorful places in West Virginia. And box lunches will be provided by us. And uh, if we can get enough money, we may push on to Mammoth Cave, Kentucky. We We're don't know yet. We've got to take that in. If we get enough donations, if the money comes in like we hope it will, then I think we'll be able to make Mammoth Cave this summer. Remember, it's Bob and Ray off of Bluefield, West Virginia, and let's get them enough money. They're both grand people. They and deserve it. We want to help them as much as possible. Help them 100%. Fred Martin is in now with his Purina shirt this morning. Fred has had a new whistle, too, since I saw him last, I think. Either that or he's scared about the Red Sox. That looks the other. like Bill Green's shirt. It does, it's that, Bob. Maybe it is. I wonder if there's any connection between that shirt and Green not being here today. <laughs> Could very well. Excuse me. We're going to have a very important word. Everybody quiet down. Quiet. Leo Egan's going to say something. Quiet. Quiet. Everybody. Dynamic or something. The sun has broken through. Thank you. <laughs> Rain has left, and I think you owe an apology to Magnolia. This will be a splendid night for bathing in the moon. Is the sun out really real? Yeah. Too bad we're in the dungeon like studio. We get on the air in here and we could be giving a 15 minute weather forecast and people would be laughing and giggling at us and we wouldn't know the difference. I think we should break a hole through this rear wall here so we could see the sun. Well, let's do it. What are we sitting here for? Oh, 
First time we've had any fresh air in this studio since we built them. I'm going out and get my coat. It's a little chilly here with this half the wall out of the stone. <laughs> I wonder if they'll say anything to pain people that is. Oh, I don't know. I imagine they'll all have a pained expression. Anyway. But that's the way life goes. You got the bugle in there? Certainly he has. Okay. <laughs> See, Samuel Goldwyn's Rosanna McCoy. No, no, this is the racetrack. It's Wonderland. Wesley says, says, these are nights when every race of Wonderland is an all-star event. Nights when Wonderland's 10-race program is packed with special features that bring out the greatest greyhound performers of the year. Tonight's big 10-race show opens the Gala Week that will be highlighted by the great $12,200 futurity on Thursday night and the very important Wonderland Derby elimination next Saturday night. Excuse me, you want me to empty this waste basket now or wait till after the program? Yes, sir. Huh? Yes, empty it now, please. Okay. The, uh, be there when the shout goes up. There goes Swifty. Post time. Post time. First, 7.45. Daily Double closes at 7.30. Rivera's near friends from Boston by MTA from Maverick Station. In the same place it always was, friends. Hasn't moved any nearer. Well, Bob, I beg to differ on that. They have moved it? Yes, it's, it's inching slowly toward Boston. I didn't... I and uh, since Wonderland was built, it's, it's come two or three inches closer to us all. Isn't that good, huh? So, Rivera's near and getting nearer all the time. From Boston by MTA from Maverick Station from everywhere over wide highways. Flood-lighted free parking lots are provided for those who drive. So go Greyhound Racing tonight at Wonderland Revere and see ten great races featuring the world's fastest Greyhound performers. There goes Swifty. Come on, let's move down there. It looks like that lead dog is out in front by at least a length and a half. He's really trotting, too. The rest of them Come on, let's go. No chance to show. And all oh, his jockey is getting off now. He, the jockey is going to run in, and the dog is coming in by himself. Here he comes. The and jockey wins. wins. The jockey wins, and he will pay 360. The jockey's name is Aces Boomer. On the nose. Well, so much for that, Frank. That's just about all the time we have for this afternoon. Time has just gone, and it's been wonderful sitting here talking about life with you for this past half hour. And we hope that we can come around again tomorrow and read another chapter in our life called Don't Strangle Anyone. Now, just before we say goodbye, let's run through the points we've covered today so you won't forget them, because you'll have to have them for tomorrow's lesson. First of all, I think we emphasize that uh, you needn't worry about your automobile going out the casino with Magnolia. By, by itself. That's right. It will not come back by itself unless... There is a competent driver. Also, fact number two, Wonderland won't move to within uh, a dangerous distance of Boston, probably in the lifetime that we know now. That's right. I mean, don't, don't start moving or getting all upset about this thing inching towards us. It probably won't happen in our lifetime. And thirdly, a straight line is the shortest distance between two points. And fourth, never, never, friends, count your chickens until they're all hatched. Now, that's all for today. Be yeah, back with more poetry tomorrow. Well, oh, incidentally, friends, the hypotenuse of the right triangle is pretty funny. Be back with more poetry tomorrow. Well, oh, incidentally, friends, the hypotenuse of the right triangle is pretty funny. <laughs>